All right. Welcome to Catch 23 Podcast Studio, where your hosts, Justin Upsall and Aaron Cobbs, are recording live. On tonight's episode, we'll talk about the last dance. Uh, we're a couple days late, but you know, uh, you get a little bit busy at times. And so we're going to talk about episode- my fault completely. My fault completely. I was tired. I was hurting. My body shut down. And, and during this pandemic and, and with the coronavirus, I think you got to listen to your body when yeah. it just says, you know, shut it down for a little bit. So no, and usually, my apologies. And usually when we record, it's Monday night. I think Monday night I was I think I had a bunch of meetings all day Monday, you know, for work and school. Right, so right. I, I just yeah. wasn't feeling it either. And then that's our yeah. usual night. And yesterday, I, I mean, I literally slept from three o'clock to midnight and then woke up and woke up, ate something <clears throat> and then went back to sleep, man. So, you know, I was no good yesterday, man, but I'm feeling better. Um, gave me a, gave me some time to watch it, watch the episode again and actually, uh, Going in on some uh, some really good parts of uh, you know episodes five and six. Yeah, no. So I'm like, we'll talk a little bit about that, and then you know we'll just give our thoughts, give our takes, and and what we thought. Um, but I personally, I think these were f- by far the two best episodes of the six so far. It, it's easy to me to go back and watch footage featured, you know, maybe in the first four episodes and relive moments in time. But the amount of footage they've shown in these two that went beyond the the behind the scenes was kind of mind-blowing to me those moments are what makes this doc you know documentary awesome for me yeah like it's funny as we're talking right now i'm watching um the all-star game when they're in the garden and and kobe's there and he's there and uh so it's just it's kind of dope because i know they touched on the the uh the, the him and kobe's relationship and things of that sort so it's 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 kind of ironic that that's on why we're, we're filming yeah. uh, right now, you know? No, for sure. And, and just getting to see Michael, MJ talk about, you know, all of this behind the scenes and in a more casual setting, I think that provides more context too. Oh yeah. And, and watching that third championship in episode six, I thought was great, but episode five to me was incredible. The dream team oh. footage, you had Kobe. The yeah. Field, the bloody socks. Um, oh yeah. A tribe well, even- quest at the end. Well, even think about um, what did you think about uh, the game against Portland? His thing with with Clyde Drexler, um, which that game uh, was actually one of my favorite. But hearing the insight of like Magic was working for NBC at that time, he goes to his house, uh, they're talking, and he goes, you know, I'm I'm gonna give it to this dude tomorrow, you know, whatever. And he goes out and he fucking goes on a, a scoring, you know, scoring spree of just hitting jumper at the jumper at the jumper, and and. You know, the shrug is by far one of my favorite, my favorite Jordan games um, of all time, man. And that solidified that second championship, you know. So that was that was awesome for me, you know. Yeah, that was he did come out on fire. Yeah, you're right. It is funny. I forgot about that part, you know, when he told Magic, hey, I'm going to give it to Clyde. And he comes out and starts lighting it up. And and, and that, that was good. Can stuff. I ask you this, though? Why did Clyde, Clyde Drexler look like he was like 50? He at that time, like what the hell, man? He did look old. He did look old, and um, you know, I didn't know Jordan took it personal that people thought him and Clyde Drexler were on the same level because Drexler had a nice career. You know, he wasn't he like a scrub. He went on and got a ring. With, was it with the the Rockets? I think it was with Houston. It was he, but I don't know if I think so. I think so because I know he was with Houston. Um. Yeah, I think you I think it was with Houston if I if it's right. 
and it had to be the the year that uh, I'm gonna look this up while we're talking. Ninety five with Houston. Yeah, yeah, when Jordan retired for um, that year. Yeah, and you know. uh, also the one of the cool things too about this episode, I think it was five. Um, the locker room footage with MJ talking, uh, you know, just about a young Kobe Bryant, you know, and I thought at the end after the game, that I little Lakers was, boy, that's what he called yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think at the end, uh, MJ, he said, Hey, I'll see you down the road. That's basically, I think Michael Jordan kind of accepting him in the fact that he's going to be the next kind of spe- one of the potential to be the next, a good, a, a special thing, you know? And, yeah. Um, but, you know, like even when they were interviewing Kobe, Kobe says, you know, the, the league was different at that time. It was so much older that it was a struggle for him at the beginning because, you know, it was so much more crafty moves. There was so much uh, more detail that went into the game. And, he, you know, it was hard for him because, I mean, the first year, I don't think Kobe played a lot. I don't think he played a lot. I don't think he played a lot. I think he was playing. Um, was he playing behind Van Axel? I think he was. Uh, I think he was playing behind Nick Van Axel. And, and you know, it was it – were, it were, he has some growing pains, you know, so getting that from Jordan and Jordan kind of telling him like, Hey, look, you know, I or Kobe asked him about his turnaround and, you know, Jordan gave him a detailed, you know, uh, a detailed description of what happened and uh, how he did it and how he, you know, kind of mastered it. And at the end, you know, MJ was kind of like, Hey, if you need anything else going forward, um, let me know. So I thought, that goes into their relationship. I wish they would have went in more because I want to, like, that's the relationship. I really want to know, like, is that where it started? How did it mature? And when did it, like, hit, like, the, you know, the peak of it? When was it, you know, like, okay, this is, like, my little brother. This is my older brother. When did, when did it turn into that? What conversation hit that? Right. No, yeah, that would be awesome to hear. And, um, you know, and obviously the relationship did go deep and, and you're right. When did, when did it start? That's, you know, and they kind of crossed paths. So, um, you know, and I was just, you know, as I was telling you earlier, um, I listened to uh, the breakfast club this morning um, and uh, they were talking to Jordan's kids and they kind of referenced like, you know, it was some of the things that, you know, the breakfast club asked them, like, you know, what was the dynamics of uh, Kobe and your dad's relationship? And, and, uh, um, you know, they, they kind of gave their synopsis on it. You know, I think Jeff said there would be times that he was in his office and, you know, it seemed like every time the phone would ring, it was Kobe, you know what I mean? And um, he said, but, you know, he goes, he thinks what formed it and what made it like so big and what made it so great was um, when you're trying to be that great and you're, you're at the top of that, like, you know, your profession and you're at the top of at your top level like that, there's only certain people that you can talk to about it that that will understand. Right. And those two were the only ones that really understood where they were trying to go, you know? So yeah. I guess, you know, that's, that's kind of a, a seed of it. You know what I mean? Of them, you know, realizing that to, to reach the type of success that they did, uh, there was a different, there was a different level of commitment they need to go to it. And I'm sure that that's a big part of it, you know? Yeah, no, that's, you're right. They were the only two that had that vision. One thing weird about this episode, I don't want to talk much about it. It's kind of a little bit off that, and then we'll get back onto that. But I wanted to go that there was a little old school in the beginning. They had the Converse commercial when they were talking. Oh about my God. That was man, kind of cheesy to me, man. That is crazy. Um, the, the Converse, 
Look, no, we can. We I think we gotta talk about that. I mean, with first of all, both of us loving shoes and things of that sort. Um, the Converse, the Adidas, and the Nike thing. Thank God for Miss Jordan. I know. Thank God for Miss Jordan and and you know like Mrs. Mrs. and Mr. Jordan because had it not been for them, we'd be wearing Adidas. Adidas. Who would have thought? And we'd be wearing Adidas. Like, yeah, he said he wasn't even gonna go take the meeting until his mom said, "No, you gonna go." Yeah, no, she you came know? in clutch. Yeah, like, and and like, just to think that Adidas didn't do it. Converse had all the people, all the guys on it, and you know, sort of speak, they didn't have room for them. Right. You know? And and. uh the another thing is this one's completely off top. This is more about Magic. Magic said when he first came into the league that the owner of Converse, or no, the, the or Bob Knight of Nike told him said, "Hey, look, I'm I, I don't have much money to give you right now, but if you sign with Nike, I will give you stock in Nike right now if you sign with us." And he didn't do it. He said that's the biggest regret that he's ever had in his life he said really? i would have had billions years ago had yeah. i done that and he goes mind you converse is owned by nike now right right you see what I mean? he goes so it's just he goes it's just crazy how things go and what happens you know yeah look at how about adidas uh kind of missing out twice on jordan with or not adidas but uh the, you got you got adidas and the, you know they're to me like the the version of the Portland Trailblazers a little bit I should oh, say oh yeah hundred percent hundred percent you know but who would have thought and and two hundred fifty thousand dollars signing bonus that that's crazy money that was unheard that of time. yeah that was unheard of I mean and and it goes to speak to like how new they were and how they kind of like based everything off of him commercials like they 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 were gonna call the the, the Air Jordan was originally called the Air Soul, and his his agent, uh, Mr. Falk, basically said, no, we're going to call these the Air Jordans, not the Air Souls. We're going to call these the Air Jordan. And you had to give them a signature shoe, and that wasn't done at that time, you know? So, mm -hmm. I mean, like I said, thank God for uh, the Jordan parents um, for making sure that, you know, we have these – exclusive Nikes to wear now these days, you know, because yeah. that wouldn't have happened. That was not going to happen. Yeah, I think they briefly touched upon it too. Maybe they didn't. I don't remember. Or I read it somewhere after. But, you know, when Jordan was thinking about leaving Nike after a while, um, he didn't like it. But then the dude, Tinker Hatfield, came around and designed the Jordan 3s and kind of that's when when I yeah. think he really bought in, you know, and that, that sold him a little more. Yeah. Because the 2s yeah, are just okay, man. Yeah, well, I didn't know that he wore the, the – I mean, I guess I should have known. His first time in the garden and the last time in the garden is the time he wore the ones, uh, you know, the retro ones. And the second time is when uh, when they uh, had his feet bleeding. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They had his feet bleeding his last time in the garden, which is crazy, you know what I mean? I, and, uh, it's uh, It's wild, you know? Yeah, I'm curious. I would like to know. I, I wish I would have looked at the time. Just to see, 
in the next couple of weeks to see the Jordan ones that he wore, you know, the first ones and the last ones in Madison, I would have liked to look on the, the, the you know, the, the, the secondhand market and see how much they were running for at, right when the show took off and then Dude, look I after the were, show I and see how they much they got going, bumped up. I think they may have been going for like 90 bucks. Yeah. Maybe even less, man. That would be a, that's actually a great, like great thing, man. We'll look it up and we'll get back to it at the end of the, at the end of this. Um, Look at uh, I mean, what 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 else did you like in that that episode, man? The um, the dream team. I thought that was awesome. I love the stuff about that. Um, just about the the how he kind of took over in that little practice game. Magic kind of throwing that ball all pissed off, and and kind of yeah. after that, you know, on the bus it was a little quiet. And then I think uh, what did Magic said? Hey, I guess we shouldn't have pissed them off or something. Yeah. Well, what did what did he tell him? Like, until if you don't put on your Superman cape or turn into Air Jordan, like we're gonna bust your ass or so like that. And he goes, and it turned into a whole nother thing. And he goes, Chuck Daly kept giving him a call. He goes, We're not in Chicago Stadium. I kept reading like the dad lives at the bottom. We're not in Chicago Stadium. We in Bull Stadium now because you're getting all these damn calls. And like to the the amount of talent that was on that floor. A ton, a ton. And did you notice the comment? Um when Jordan, he, he was talking about uh, giving credit to Kukoc a little bit for playing against 11 of the best players in the yeah. NBA. Yeah, oh, my God, and, dude. He left off, what, Leitner? Yeah, he left off. <laughs> Christian Leitner, they should have had Shaq on that team, first of all. Yeah. If they are going to do a college player, they should have had Shaq. Okay? Shaq was the player of the year that year, I think, yeah, from LSU. LSU, um, yeah. But it is what it is. They, they have one. Yeah. I know some people will say Isaiah Thomas should have been on there, but – it is what it is. But, no, I mean, that part was dope, seeing them in Barcelona, you know, doing all that. And, and uh, I mean, that that footage is so rare in the fact that they have it. And, and we were able to kind of see, like you said, the behind-the-scenes part of it and find out Jordan and Magic were playing cards every, every night day. and doing that. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. You know what I mean? No, it is. And then, you know, speaking of the, the Olympics and, uh, you know, we'll, go talk, we'll keep on the Bulls, the, 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 the couple runs they had. But Tony Kukoc, man, he, I thought he was a little hard on himself, you know, for not, not performing well in game one. But, but at the same time, you know, he was, he was getting tore up by Jordan and Pippen. And, well, uh, he, the thing is, uh, if, he's, if he didn't know what was going on, like Jerry Krause set him up for failure. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he really set him up for failure, and uh, you know that. Like if I was him, I wouldn't even want to come. Yeah. But you yeah. know, it shows how tough he was, man. And and they gave him credit for that. And uh, I'm glad that I'm kind of glad that he came, man, because he ended up being a guy, he ended up being he, a dude, you know. But how crazy was that to see a young Tony Kukoc making? And he said he was making more money than what he would have made for the Bulls. Yeah. So that's why he stayed. You know, over there with everything going on, because they had a civil war going on over there at that yeah. time. And Jerry Krause, too. It's almost like with him, you know, anytime he likes something, Michael kind of was like, he, he made it his own his own agenda to, like... Even when they talked about Bob Marley or, or Dan Marley. Dan Marley, Dan Marley in the, in the, in the uh, Phoenix series. Yeah. Like, yeah, anytime, anytime he likes something. I mean, Jerry Krause, like... <laughs> it, the fact that they that I think they just need to stop talking about him. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, he 
he did everything he could to piss people off on his team. But you know what? I'll give him credit for this. He did everything he could to piss them off, but it fueled them even more. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like some like players nowadays, they're so entitled. They may just shut down. You'll be like, oh, well, you don't want me here? Well, I'll sit on the bench and demand a trade. To them, it was like, oh, no, you, you, you're doing this and doing that. I'm going to show you how good we are and how bad we don't need this person, how we're going to do right. that. And it fueled them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And give a lot of credit to Phil Jackson because I'm sure he has something to do with that, you know? Right. And, and then, yeah, Jerry Krause, you know, I pray, you know, just that I wasn't uh, – he never said my name if I was in the league, you know, because you don't stand a prayer if he says that. My favorite – one of my favorite quotes, uh, speaking of Jerry Krause, was I believe after they won it, I think Jordan looked at him kind of and said, don't smoke it, it'll stunt your growth. <laughs> the cigars, to keep the cigar out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, man, that part was great. That part was great. I remember that part for sure. Um, that that is that is comedy. I mean, if you look, man, he's got the he's got the stubby arms. He's had it all going, man. Yeah, he had to be a, at least 280, 300 pounds at the uh, <laughs> at like five five. Yeah, no, you know. he did. And and speaking of the um, the that cigar that night, I didn't realize I I, I was a little young, but I, I I guess I never paid attention. I didn't realize that 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 series was as close as it was with the Suns. You yeah. know, uh, the Suns were good, man. I remember the conversations about uh, how good that series was. You know what I mean? Like yeah. um, Charles Barkley, you know, he he's from Alabama. So, you know, had, we had a lot of interest in that just because he's a Bama kid. And, um, well, he went to Auburn, but he was an Alabama kid. Um, but, you know, it was, it was, that was a good series, man. They had a lot, they had some good players. Charles Barkley was the MVP. They had the best record in the, in the NBA that year. Yeah. Um, they were they weren't bad, you know. Oh, no, they did. You had Kevin Johnson, Dan Marley, and I'm missing. I know I'm missing. Kevin somebody. Johnson was so underrated as a point guard, man. KJ yeah. was a dude, man. He was, he was a dude. And um, but Charles, he was he was good, man. He played, and I think that's the closest they came to losing in a finals. You know, yeah, or one it of the was. Closest. They had. I mean, it, it was, man. It was close, man. Um, going to that talking about matchups they had, and it's this bothers me, and I'm sorry, man. I'm get pissed off. The Knicks. The fucking Knicks. They they covered the Knicks. And I, to this day, hate the New York Knicks more than anything in the world. Like, I can't take them. I hate John Starks. I hated uh, Anthony Mason. God rest his soul. I did not like Patrick Ewan. I didn't like any of those guys, man. Yeah. I thought they were all just fucking bullies, man. Yeah. And uh, so... um. It hurt me that they covered that. I ain't, I didn't like that because I don't like to see them going into physical fights with them. I'm, I'm tired of that. But it's so it's I'm glad they covered it. Needed to cover it. Yeah. But that was that was hard for me to watch because I still yeah. like my hair still stands up on the back of my. What did hair. they do? They went down 0-2, right? Went down 0-2. Yeah. Well, and then well then the big gambling thing started. Yeah. And yeah. I'm going down to uh, uh, what's from call it down to Atlantic City. Atlantic with his dad City and his friend and. You know, it turned into a whole thing, man. And, and you know, it's crazy, like, how, like, the media, like, made things be. And, and let's be real. Jordan was probably hanging out with some sketchy people, man. He probably was, man. So, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm not necessarily sure. Yeah. 
No, that that was the gambling part was interesting too, you know, and and I think he he handled himself very well just in general with the media, I thought and and I thought that he with that part exclusively the gambling, I can see I can see why he enjoyed playing golf because golf, he was away from everything. He always had to be on, whether it was yeah. in practice, in a game with the media. Yeah. He always had to be on his A game and, and be ready. Well, yeah, well, him always, I mean, it seemed like he always wanted to compete, even when they were, like, on the plane gambling. They'd be in the back, you know, playing $100 a hand, and then up front he'd be playing with John Paxson or paying for a dollar a hand, and he'd be like, oh, no, I want to play with you guys too. And it was just like the, the level of competition is like to say that I beat you. I took your money and it's in my pocket. Like, that's what I want to know. Like, you know, and it's, yeah. it's like that it to me, it, to me, that's a drug. Right. Like right. I will say this to me, if there's a dark side to him, it, it was that the gambling thing was a drug, whether he wants to admit it or anything like that. When you're gambling to that and $57,000 with the check to uh slim Johnson or whatever his name was, or, um, yeah, dude, you, that was a drug, bro. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And you were, you were, I don't want to say abusing it, but you were as close to abusing it as you possibly could. And, you know, and to continue on with that, you talk about the high end of it. I think the one guy in the, the, the whole show that Jordan, he got his, he's passed away now. Um, but that dude, the security guy that shrugged when he beat him in quarters, Yeah, you know, Oh yeah. That was probably yeah. one of my favorite parts too. Did that, that guy dude, pass away? I read somewhere that he did like a year or two ago. Oh man, that's sad. I wanted to find that guy, man. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to kind of like look at him, but yeah, even him gambling with the security guards, man. I mean, quarters, he didn't care what it was. He was, yeah. you know, when I was a kid, man, we used to pitch quarters. So that was great. We used to pick a line and try to stay as close to that line as possible, man. That is dope. I don't know if we had quarters or it might've been pennies, you know, we were young. <laughs> so, you know, quarters yeah. would be fun though. Like, yeah, we used to do that all the time, man. Um, the gambling thing was something, though, man. And I know people are kind of saying if Jordan couldn't handle the 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 media, then how would he handle social media? Now, there's I personally think it was a big deal one because everybody wasn't getting covered like that. Everybody they weren't digging in everybody like they were digging into him. So he was the right. only one that was having to deal with that. Nowadays, everybody is being dug into like that. And then two, I don't think he would have had social media. I don't think he would have a, a Instagram or Snapchat or Facebook. I don't think he would. I really don't see him being active. Like Kobe didn't do it until he retired. Right, right. You know what I mean? So I can't see him like doing that. Like Kobe didn't get on there until he retired. Like LeBron has, you know, embodied that because LeBron is 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 cultural as they come when it comes to athletes. Michael Jordan didn't want that. He wanted to play basketball. He wanted to be known as a basketball player. Um, and even when they talked about, um, you know, his political stances and things like that, he wasn't going to get into that. You know, Republicans wear sneakers too. Like, you know, right. it was like my job was to to play basketball. And he goes, and I wanted to keep it that. And my opinions on that too, whether any athlete is, you don't, hey, not not everybody has to speak their mind, you know, uh, on topics and now I'm sure, you know, it could be helpful, you know, for anything it might be, you know, but Hey, not everybody, you know, has to ha get involved in politics, you know, and uh, whether it's vouching for somebody or, you know, uh, running this president, that president, right. Yeah. They're athletes, man. They're athletes. They're not, you know, they, they, they shouldn't have to be dealing with that. 
he shouldn't he shouldn't he shouldn't have been dealing with that but then again like i said like it, and it comes with the territory a little bit and he wasn't charles barkley you know and charles barkley came out and basically said like uh you know i'm not a role model like you know what i mean like i'm a right. ball player like and jordan never came out and said that he said it was exhausting towards the end you yeah. know but you know it, like i said you 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 kind of like live and you learn with it yeah no absolutely and uh i think you know i th- i believe that he kind of retired his first retirement kind of came at a good time because did, man. His I know we've talked shambles. about his how- life. Hold on. Let me ask you this. Do you think he was suspended? That's what I was going to bring up, not bring up, but I, I thought about because. Cause the gambling came out what they wanted. And then kind of that's when he retired, right? He retired after that. You got to remember his father passed away too. Right. That too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, I bet we get, we'll get a little bit about that and probably in the yeah. upcoming episode. Now, did you, the, but the thing is though, is that did he violate any, did he violate any rules that, uh, do you violate any rules that made them suspend him for a year or a half or whatever? Yeah. You know what? I, because David Stern came out and said he didn't do anything wrong, you know, but then under the under the table said, hey, dude, you got to, you know, we're not going to, we won't slap your wrist and make it public, you know, and. and but let's, let's look at it like this. He had to testify in a grand jury against that guy. So he had to admit that he was lying before to cover it up. So it didn't look bad when his checks were being made. Yeah, yeah. You know, he said he never bet. He said he never bet on games, though. Right, right. Yeah, that. So people were saying they think he threw the the second game against the Knicks. I can't see him doing that. I can't see him doing that. I, I, I just, I can't. From the integrity standpoint of what he, what he stood for, how he went about everything, I just can't see him doing that. Not only that, you go down 0-2 in that second game, and. and there hasn't hasn't been many teams to go win three in a row. Now you're down 0-2 right. in a hole, you know. You're right. yourself in a big hole. Oh um, yeah. I, I don't I don't know. I'm gonna go with to answer that question. I'm gonna go with I'm just I'm gonna go with no. He he didn't get suspended just for You think he just needed a break? I, I wanna I to my core <laughs> wanna believe that he needed a break and he wouldn't play baseball. But hey, I've heard that many times before that there was a little, uh, little suspension and sometimes where there's smoke, there's fire, you know? And, right. and uh, I, I just, I don't know how you get it. I don't know what it is, but maybe, man, maybe that would be a hell of a fucking plot twist if they did that for him, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I, and so like I say, and I think the first retirement came at a good time, you know, and I know we talked about it in the past that with the shortened season, you know, they may have, uh, when was the shortened season? The oh, that was 90, after, that was 99. 99. Yeah, it was a 99 oh. season. No, but this one, he was extremely tired. I could, you could tell at the end, he was tired. He was, you know. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. 100%. So I, I question now, would they have gotten eight in a row, you know, or, or because he was exhausted, man. So this is why I say he would have had to December to sit on his ass from June to December. You get what I'm saying? And yeah. He would have been good. So then now let's now I'm gonna take it a little bit further. When he retired, he didn't go sit down. He wouldn't play baseball, and he's playing yeah. baseball every single day. Then he went from the baseball diamond straight into what basketball. 
You get what I'm saying? So yeah. he was probably like on a five-year run with no break. I yeah. mean, you know how the minor league baseball system is. You're playing every day. Riding in buses probably. Yeah, he was on buses. Yeah. Like they said he wrote, like, and they'll probably get into it. They say he wrote the whatever the, the team bus. He didn't do, you know, no special treatment. He did everything like them, you yeah. know. Yeah. So so that's interesting. So I, I question a little bit whether they would have gotten eight in a row, you know, especially right. with Hakeem. Just because you saw how tired he was, right. And then right. could you have had those guys keep that same amount of focus for for all that time, you know, for another six more years, you know, well, five more years. I believe they I believe they should have been able to earn the right to be able to burn that out though. No, right. To let it burn out. Like regardless of I felt like they should have had that um to be able to let that burn out, man. Um, which is 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 something else, you know, that they weren't given that. You know, Cross right. did everything he could to to piss them off, you know. <laughs> but yeah, what are you was, gonna do? Yeah. And uh that that's on for my notes that's all i had what else you got man that, you know that what I mean? that's that's pretty that that's pretty much it because i'm looking forward to these next couple of episodes man i think this one kind of set up um kind of what's going on man you know um the quote that i have man i think and i think we got to go into the quote that i have from the epi- uh from these last two episodes was i'm only packing one suit oh uh, yeah when they were going to utah or yeah when they were going to uh phoenix went back to phoenix um I'm only packing one suit, you know what I mean? So yeah. like I thought that was I thought that was dope for him to basically say, look, man, we're only going out here for for one game, man. I'm not doing all this other, you know, whatever. We we blew the lead at home. Um, you know, Charles Barkley, you know, being a man and taking over, so to speak. So I'm just kind of glad that it turned into that. Yeah. And so my quote would be, um, there's two of them. But the first one, I don't remember. I put it in my notes. I just looked at my phone, but I don't remember who said it or in the context, man. But it was so at first in my head, it it was L. Somebody said Alpha Alpha period. But I don't Uh, remember. It was like probably I have it written between the bus when it was quiet and Tony Kukoc. I don't remember, so we'll scratch that one. But the other one I liked. You took a good one. Shit, what was there was the one where it was they were gambling. I think uh Randy Brown maybe came in and oh said, yeah, oh, I would give anything anything God if God could just give me some tickets or something along those lines, and, and he gave him the tickets and and then he says to him, Hey, you just got some from God, you know, next to right, God. Right, yeah. Yeah, that is a good one right there. That is a good one right there. Jesus, that was good, man. You just got one from him, he said. That was the yeah, exact you just point. got one from him. And he was like, hold on, don't don't put that in there. Don't put yeah. that in there at all, man. Yeah. Um, like I said, man, uh, when you get a chance, man, go look at the go. I'm gonna send you the link for the Breakfast Club, like to hear his yeah. kids kind of talk to them about it. Like they they had some, you know, a couple of interesting things to say. They're they're very, very grounded, you know what I mean? Uh Jeff and Jasmine, which are his daughter and his oldest son, um, they work at Nike, you know, work for the Jordan brand and Nike. And then, of course, Marcus, his son, has the trophy room down in Orlando. Um, so um, the thing is, though, it's like, from what I understand, it's like they work a corporate job. They're literally, right. you know, corporate, you know, hammer to the hammer, hammer to the wall every single day, you know. So um, that's that's crazy to think, you know, he's like, we're, we're not getting anything handed to us. We're grinding out here. You know? Right, right. Um, 
you know, they talk about the, the LeBron comparison and the Kobe stuff and things of that sort. So it's it's actually pretty good to hear. You know what I mean? It was actually a pretty good episode. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll tune into it too for sure. You know, I got nothing but time these days. So yeah. Um, yeah. We'll crank that out. So no, with that being said, hey, you got anything else or? Man, I think we're good, man. All right, we're yeah. Good. We no, well, well, sorry for this week for everybody. Uh, you know, we we got we got a little busy, and uh, but but we we'll get them out. You know, if this ever happens, but it won't happen too often. So look for the next one next Tuesday, next episode. That'd be episode um five, I think, because I think we did the first one pre the pre one. Yeah, one, so two, five, three, yeah. This is four. Either way, they're they're going go they're going good. So yeah, so yeah, either check way, in they're next going good. Tuesday. Follow us on Instagram at catch 23 pod. And, um, you know, and next week we'll, we'll just come back and review again and give us your thoughts or give us, give you our thoughts and takes. And that's not a, not the greatest ending. I had, I usually, I have it better, but I didn't have it written down today. Oh, no, we're good. We're good, man. Cool. All right, man. Hey, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll catch you. Um, next week. All right. See y'all. See ya.